The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So I want to end with this amazing story. It's, it's, it's really about Ashkocha Pratius, but it, you see the Derek Heretz and the, uh, the, 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 the Tzitkis of the, of the person in the story. It's, uh, of, uh, Miles Biederman says this story last week, um, and, and, and I wanted to share. It's really all, all about, you know, Ashkocha Pratius. But listen to the Derek Heretz of this Meshulach. There was a fellow that um, came in from Eretz Yisrael to collect. Now, you see collectors all day, right? And, uh, but sometimes... You see a collector that's something special, right? And it, it's it's very hard to fake it. You know, you see certain just pun him, you see a certain somebody who's uh, who's not it's not his business. He doesn't want to be there, that, but is forced for whatever reason. And unfortunately, so many stories in Kali's they all need it. Everybody needs money, and we wish Hashem should bless them with more and more money that we can give out more. We can give out hundreds. You know, these and they, they need it. They need it, Hashem. So anyway, the story was that this, this fellow was a very, very special person, and he came to collect, and people wanted to give him, but what he needed was, he didn't know where to go around, he's a Yishalmi Yid, so he had a, a driver, the driver um, told him, I'm going to take you out to the shuls, There's, uh, whatever, they, either they take a, you have to make sure when they come around, they don't take a third, because it's a, that's a, a highway robbery that these guys, these guys take, and, and the most of the stuff, a, a good part of percentage of the stuff goes to them. But a lot of them are not like that at all. They're just, they just they they get paid whatever to drive you around. And it shows you the different shuls. So this is one morning. He says, "I'll take you around whole day." We start from, um, and they can make a nice amount of money in the shuls, believe it or not. So anyway, he he wakes up. He's there at seven o'clock. He's already davening, davening the sikin already because he's you're working. He's working his uh, shift. He's waiting for the, uh, the car to come. 7, 7.30, he's not there. He calls up the fellow, doesn't answer the phone. Again, he calls, not, not there. He waits another 15 minutes, he says, okay, he's not answering, he's not here. Uh, I'm going to go behind him, he was, he was in Borough Park. I'm going, there's a shul here behind me in Kloisenberg. Listen, this is, this, is, this is what I did my part. Hashem wants to give me money, he'll give me money from somewhere. I did my Shabbos, I ordered him. I, I waited for him, I got up for him, I davened early, I'm ready to go, but he's not here, I don't know where to go. I'm going in to sit, I'm going to learn, I'm going to say to him, I'm going to finish to him, and I'm going to go in Kloisenberg. So he went to Kloisenberg, Miss Medrash, he sat down, he davened already, he opened up a tilim, he started saying to him. A half hour later, he feels um, uh, somebody uh, uh, tap on his shoulder, he looks up, a guy, a little bit anxious looking, hands him a wad of cash, it's $500. He says, do me a favor. He says, please, it's a true story. He doesn't make up these stories of Milo. He's a, he says, uh, do me a favor. I, have, I, see your, I see the kind of person you are. You're, you're saying to are you coming collecting from right? So yes, you, so you need this money. Please take this money. But if you don't mind, say to him, don't stop. Please stay here and say to him for me. I'm going into a court case. They want to extort a, a, a loads of money, which is they want to extort from me, and they brought up all these these charges. It's not true, and I, I need a Yeshua. It doesn't look good, and I need a Yeshua, and I need your help. Please, can you stay to home for me and give me a number? And I'll I'll tell you what happened. He so the the Michelle says, you don't have. I don't have to give. I'll give you my number, but I'll be here. I'm staying here. I'm waiting until you come back. I'm here today. This uh, this was. It's okay. I'm you know. That's fine. He made probably more than he makes going around. I'm here for you. I'm saying it. I'm learning. I'm saying, tell him. It's all for you. Schuss took down his name. 
The guy left. A few hours later, the guy calls up the Meshulach and he says, uh, uh, where are you? He says, exactly what I told you. I'm still, I'm, I'm learning, I'm saying to him, I'm almost finished. Uh, I'm in Kleisenberg. He says, don't, don't move, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to see you. He says, okay. He hung up the phone, the guy comes, he says, uh, here's a lawyer, let me tell you what happened. He says, no, no, so what happened at the court case? Let me tell you what happened at the court case. He says, I came to the court case, and I'm, I'm meeting my lawyer there, and my lawyer, pointing at somebody, my lawyer didn't show up. My lawyer wasn't there, and I was really scared because it doesn't look good. This is what he says. This is a, he says, it doesn't look good for judges. Judges don't like it when a guy comes in, it, it looks like they're not taking this case seriously, and they're not supporting, they, they appreciate lawyers because it's part of their, their professional circles, yes or no? Um, that's what they teach you in law school. Actually, they teach you that before you get to law school, so you should go to law school. Anyway, uh, yeah, so anyway, so there's a lawyer here. So. Um, anyway, Bikitzer, what happened was, um, he said, I said, I, I remember, you know what, I, I have a, somebody who looks like a, a, a real true Jew, saying to him for me, I'm going to be okay, I'm not, he was going to tell my, my lawyer didn't come, I, I'm not going to stop the case, it's going to be worse, and he says, he went up to the judge, and the judge says, you're here alone, he says, yeah, he says, okay, so what do you have to say in your defense, so he told the judge his side of the story, and, and exactly what happened, and with all their papers that they produced, and witnesses, he said, judge says, you know what, I see one thing, I see that you probably couldn't afford a lawyer, and, but you're so convinced that you came to court anyway. I value that, and I believe you because of that. He says, I'm throwing out the case. They, they don't have that. I, I don't like what they, they're, they're doing to you. The case is dismissed. There, uh, there's not enough evidence, and, and I'm throwing it out. I, I believe what you're saying. So, and a judge has the right to do that. You know, when there's no good evidence, he can say, I believe, correct? Okay, he threw out the case. He said, I came back, and I, he says, I couldn't, first of all, after the case, it was, I was the first case heard. I didn't have to wait too long. My kishka didn't have to come out, you know, sitting there waiting. No he said, right? Yeah, well, listen. He said, and I couldn't talk. I was so overwhelmed with gratitude to Hashem that I, I couldn't talk. I was sitting for an hour. I couldn't, I couldn't talk. He said, I finally, I got up, and I started, I, that's when I called you. And right afterwards, and I started coming to you, he said, I, my lawyer calls me. My lawyer said, Oy vey. He says, I cannot believe. He says, in my 32 years of practice, this never ever happened to me, that I overslept. I totally overslept. I just woke up. It's 10.30, whatever it was. He says, I, promise, I feel so terrible. What happened? He told him what happened. He says, you know, we know what, what happened? Because you didn't come. You weren't supposed to, I was, the lawyer, the judge felt that I, I was trustworthy. So he says, I don't believe that, that doesn't make sense. It never happened before. He goes, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the minutes from the, the stenographer, right? Hey, we have everybody here. We have a, we have a stenographer here also. Wow, there's one story, it's amazing. It's all Hashkacha Pratis. It's not just, just happened that we have here a lawyer, a stenographer. This is, this is, really the this is, this is part of it, I've got to send it back to him. The stenographer, he says, I'm going to go, to, I know this is the stenographer, I'm going to send him the minutes of the, the court case, and you're going to see exactly, you don't believe me, you're going to, you'll hear exactly what happened, exactly what he said. And um, so he said, he says, he comes to him, he goes, here's $5,000, 
this is what I would have paid my lawyer. It's yours. I had it. I was ready to pay for you. And give me the date of your chasana. Um, by that time, I'm going to be. I'm going to send you more. And um, Taka, he he took the invitation. He took the the day of the chasana came. He sent him another check, a nicer amount even. He said, "I'm doing well. I'm Baruch Hashem. I had my business back and and up and running. And uh, here he, he gave him a nice chum. But the interesting thing was is that the end, uh, the the fellow, the mishulach. Who Davin? He heard the story. Baruch Hashem. He's so happy. They were happy together. He he Davin Mincha, and then he went out. As he's going out, it was ready one thirty, whatever it was, two o'clock. He gets a call. The call is from the driver. The driver said, "I don't believe this. In my the exact same thing. In my thirty-two years of driving, this never happened to me. I never overslept, and not so long. I'm so sorry." What happened? How was your day? <laughs> he says, how was my day? The Bani Shalom is the one that takes care of it. Not you, not him, Jeez. not everybody. We should all see the Ashkach Pratias, but the beauty of we should all have the Derech follow this way and see the Bracha, Natslacha, and the Gesund. We'll see you next week. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.